we just thank you for yet another opportunity, Lord, to just be in your presence, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you bless this word, Lord Jesus. Bless these words that are coming from my mouth, Lord Jesus. Lord, let them be encouraging to those who hear, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just ask that, you know, you just put self aside, put myself aside, Lord Jesus, and just fill me with your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Lord, and just use me right now, Lord Jesus. Just, just touch one person, Lord Jesus. All this I ask in your precious son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Amen. I just want to open up and just give you all some scriptures that I'm, I'm going to be sharing with you all today. Um, some, some I'll be referencing, but um, Ephesians 1, verse 4 and 5, Isaiah 2, I mean 11 and 2. Ephesians 4 and 5, that's on page 1436 for those who have the voice Bible. Um, Isaiah 11 and 2, maybe 3, that's on page 804. Um, I'm going to be reading uh, several uh, verses out of Acts 2. That's on page 1328. Um, Isaiah 44 and 3. Uh, John 14, verse 15 through 17, that's on page 13, 14, and Revelation 22, that's on page 1547. Amen. Amen. So, you know, as we conclude our teaching and sharing from the power of the Holy Spirit in you, the last two chapters, you know, I will be share, sharing some, some things about manifestations of outpoured spirit as well as the spirit bride of Christ. Now, just like Elder last week, you know, my two chapters weren't very long. So, you know, I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, how do I do this? But the Holy Spirit just said, we got this. Amen. So... And with that, you know, the song I played, I just um, titled my message this morning, Open Your Heart. Amen. Amen. First, I asked myself, what are manifestations? Um, you know, I, you know, you look and, you know, there's Google, Merriam-Webster, all those places. And I, I came up with two definitions. Well, the first one is manifestation is an event action or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. Um, under that, they had an example could be, you know, an appearance of a ghost we've seen, you know. And then I've and then I seen this definition, definition. It said the manifestations of God are appearances of divine spirit or Holy Spirit in a series of signs that reflect the attributes of the divine into the human world for the progress and advancement of human morals. Now, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit makes us witnesses 
of hope. The Holy Spirit produces behavior traits representative of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 4, I mean, Ephesians 1, 4 and 5 say, God chose us to be in a relationship with them even before he laid out plans for this world. He wanted us to live holy lives characterized by love, free from sin, and blameless before him. He destined us to be adopted as his children through the covenant Jesus, the anointed, inaugurated. Inaugurated means to introduce, you know, begin. In his sacrificial life, this was his pleasure and his will for us. Now, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was prophesied in the Old Testament and fulfilled at Pentecost. Now, I remember we first started this, and I was, I was teaching about where the Holy Spirit began. You know, it was hovering over, over the beginning, back in Genesis. Yeah. But, you know, um, in Isaiah 44 and 3, it says, like a devoted gardener, I will pour sweet water on parched lands, streams on hard packed ground. I will pour my spirit on your children and grandchildren and let my blessing flow to your descendants. Now the Holy Spirit pictured here is that water of life that saves and blesses a dying people. Now in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was a rare gift that was only given to a few. Saul, you know, Saul, when he, when the Holy Spirit came, it came for specific moments and or seasons of in the lives of those, you know, of those in the in the um, Old Testament. Now Saul was anointed king of Israel. The Holy Spirit came upon him in 1 Samuel 10 10. And it said, when they came to the hill of Gibeah, Behold, a group of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came on him mightily and prophesied under divine guidance among them. But when God removed his blessing to on Saul, the Holy Spirit left them. In 1 Samuel uh, 16 and 14, the Spirit of the Eternal left Saul. And an evil spirit sent, was sent from the eternal, one that tormented him. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. We don't need that in our lives. There was Onenthal. Now, in Judges 3 and 10, the spirit of the eternal came upon him, and he became a judge over Israel and went to war with Cushan Rithium, king of Mesopotamia, and he prevailed. There was rest upon the land for 40 years. And then, you know, he, he died. Um, in Gideon, Gideon also, and I'm reading out this out of the Amplified in Judges 6.34. So the spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon 
and empowered him to, and he blew the trumpet and the Abarites were called together as a militia to follow him. It, it res, he helped rescue Israel and, as, and also there was Samson. Now in, in Judges of four, 14 and 6, when he was traveling down to Tim, Timnah with his parents to claim his wife, the spirit of the eternal moved upon Samson in that instant. And with his bare hands, he tore the lion apart as one might rend a small goat. But since he was by himself, when this happened, he did not tell his parents what he had done. Now, what, the spirit came upon them, but it left them. But I'm here to tell you, the spirit's not going to leave us. Amen. Amen. Now in my studying, I came across, there are seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit. They are wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. Now these seven spiritual gifts are first found in Isaiah 11 and 2. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and of the referential and obedient fear of the Lord. But how can we receive that? Not until we open our hearts. The Holy Spirit is transforming each of us anew. And that outpouring is not in drops, but in great abundance. At Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all believers in Christ, and it came to stay. In Acts 1, verse 1 through 4, Acts 2, it says, A sound roars from the sky without warning the roar of a violent wind, and the whole house where you are gathered reverberates with the sound. Then a flame appears, dividing into smaller flames and spreading from one person to the next. All the people present are filled with the Holy Spirit and begin speaking in languages they've never spoken as the, empower, the Spirit empowers them. Now, excuse me. Before his arrest, Jesus promised to send his disciples the Holy Spirit. In John 14, 15 through 17, if you love me, obey my commandments and I that I have given you. I will ask the Father to send you another helper, the Spirit of Truth, who will remain constantly with you. The world does not recognize the spirit of truth because it does not know the spirit as, and is unable to receive him. But you do know the spirit because he lives with you and he will dwell in you. Amen. Now, as I said before, at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all the believers in Christ and he came to stay. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Acts 2 marks the fulfillment 
of Jesus' words, the Holy Spirit came upon us, upon all believers in a powerful, visible, and audible way. 3,000 people were saved that day. The skeptics, you know, they tried to, you know, say that the people were drunk. But, you know, Peter was like, mm -mm, they not drunk. You know, Peter came back. And, and in verse 14, um, as the 12 stood together, Peter shouted to the crowd, men of Judea and all who stay in here in Jerusalem, listen, I want, to, I want you to understand these people aren't drunk, as you may think. Look, it's only 9 o'clock in the morning. No, this isn't drunkenness. This is the fulfillment of the prophecy of Joel. Now, if you go back in Joel 2, you can read about that. Here's what God says. In the last days, I will offer my spirit to humanity as a libation. Your children will boldly speak the words of the Lord. Your warriors will see visions and your elders will dream dreams. Yes, in those days, I shall offer my spirit to all servants, both male and female, and they will boldly speak my word. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit also took place in Acts 8 for the believing Samaritans and also in Acts 10 for the group, a group of believing Gentiles. You know, I, I really recommend you all go back and read those because, uh, I mean, I, I just think the Bible's an awesome read. I'm like, <laughs> and one, yes, and one thing I would like to uh, let you know is the outpouring of the Spirit is different from the filling of the Spirit. Okay? The outpouring was a unique coming of the Holy Spirit to earth. The filling happens when you are surrendered to God's control Amen. of our lives and truly open your hearts to him. Amen. 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 Now, um, I want to move on to the bride when it says the bride of Christ. The bride is the body. In, in Revelation 22, 17, it reads the Holy Spirit and the bride, the church believers, this, I'm coming from the Amplified Version, mm -hmm. say, come, and let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes take and drink the water of life without cost. Mm -hmm. It's telling us to come, but you got to come with an open heart. The bride is the body of Christ. Amen. Those who have repented of sin, trusted in Christ, and been redeemed during the time from the cross to the rapture. All of us who are in a relationship with Jesus Christ by the power of his indwelling spirit. And for that reason, it is the spirit and the bride who will say, come. They will be saying, come to the Savior, and whoever thirsts will be satisfied by the water of life, the living water, the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So in closing, God's spirit is in every one of us. But we have to do what, but what we have to do is have a willing heart, a willing and open heart. A heart to say, yes, Lord, just open your heart. When you think about it, only Jesus died for each and every one of us. He endured the suffering for us. We owe him a life that pleases him. We must follow the examples set for us by Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for your word today, Lord Jesus. I just pray that it, it was encouraging to those who hear, Lord Jesus. And they would just take it upon themselves, Lord, when they come to you, Lord Jesus. Come with an open heart, Lord Jesus. Come with an open heart because the Lord forgives all of our sins, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.